Welcome to the Congregation of the 12 Tribes of Israel. For more information, visit RiseIsrael.com or 12T.co. You can also call our toll-free number, which is 888-447-1695. Or email us at following address, scribe at RiseIsrael.com. Today we're going to return to the topic called, I Want to Be Heard. And the reason that our people are not being heard is because of sin. This is what we covered last time when we went over this topic with you. And just to remind you that the Bible makes it plain and easy for us to understand that, that sin is preventing us from reaching the Heavenly Father, from our prayers being answered, from God communicating with us. So here it is that in St. John chapter 9, and verse 31, it says this, Now we know that God heareth not sinners. That is very plain and simple to understand. This is not a mystery what the Bible is saying to us. That sin is preventing us from being heard by God. But check this out, because there's good news to this. It says here in verse 31, But if any man be a worshiper of God, and doeth his will, to do his will means to keep his commandments, to be obedient, to keep his laws. Him he heareth. So we need to go back to the laws of the Heavenly Father in order for us to be heard. And one law which there's many, but one law that we need to learn pertaining to prayer is in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, where it tells us how a man should pray and how a woman should pray. It says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, Be followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. So Paul wrote this and he's telling us to follow his teachings Because he's getting it from the Bible. He's getting it from Christ. He's getting it from the Most High. This is not something that he made up. This is a commandment that he's teaching us from Christ. Matter of fact, let's hold our spot right there in 1 Corinthians 11. And let's go to 1 Corinthians 14. Because you have some of our people that do not believe that Paul will teach commandments or will teach laws. But in fact... It says it right here in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 37. If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual. So you don't have to be a prophet. You don't have to be someone that God speaks to and you know prophecies. But if you think of yourself as someone spiritual, let's say. It says here, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. What does he say? That the things that he wrote to us are the commandments of the Lord. These are things that we must follow. This is not a suggestion. This is not something that, oh, maybe if we do it, or maybe we don't do it. No, it doesn't work like that. If you want to be heard, then you need to follow the commandments of the Lord. You need to follow what the scriptures say and not what you think. It's not based on how we feel that God is going to answer us is based on whether we worship him correctly. Because that's what is said in John 9 and verse 31. How does God require us to worship him? Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 11 and let's read on in verse 2. It says, Now I praise you, brethren. He was praising the Israelite brothers and sisters that lived in Corinth at that time. He said that you remember me in all things. And keep the ordinances. That's a key word right there. Ordinances. Because the word ordinances means an order. 
something that you are commanded to do, something that you're being told to follow. Keep the ordinances as I deliver them to you. In other words, we cannot go and change any part of what Paul wrote because this is coming from the Most High. This is part of God's commandments, of his laws. It's not only in Corinthians, it's in other parts of the scriptures. But here, we're going to learn it in an easy fashion. He's going to explain it to us in a way that anyone could learn easily. Because it says here in verse 3, But I will have you know, and this is something that we're supposed to know, but unfortunately our people do not understand yet. It says that the head of every man is Christ. That means that instead of looking for spiritual leaders out there, looking for presidents, we should understand that our king is Christ. Our leader is Christ. A lot of times you have people that contact our 1-800 number and they ask, who's the leader of the congregation? Who's the leader of that organization? And the answer is Christ is our leader. And they get upset, like we are saying something wrong. But here the scripture is telling us that the head, meaning the judge, the leader over our people, is Christ. And just to prove real quick that the word head means a ruler, let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Because in Deuteronomy, it shows us how, according to the law, people are appointed to be heads of our nation. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, we're going to read from verse 13. It says this, Take you wise men and understanding and known among your tribes, and I will make them rulers over you. So notice what it said. These men were wise, had understanding. They were known to the people. Because of that, they qualified to be made rulers over the people. Verse 15, So I took the chief, of your tribes, wise men, and known, and made them heads over you. Right here we see that the word heads means a ruler, a chief among our people. Now, Christ is not a captain over a thousand, fifty, or ten. Christ is the captain or the leader over the whole nation of Israel. He's the ruler and governor that the Mosai has promised our people for many generations. Now, you might think to yourself, well, he was nailed to the cross. How can he still be our leader? He resurrected. He resurrected and he is setting up a government in the midst of us in these last days. But the head of all men is Christ. He is the king of all Israelite men and all men, period. It says here in the same verse in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3, as we're going right back to it, and the head of the woman is the man. Now, a lot of sisters don't like to hear this, but guess what? From the beginning, the Most High intended for the men to be the head of the household. When you look at men in general today, they're not fulfilling that role. And the reason why is because we have broken homes and we have not been taught how to be in order. Like the verse 2 said, to follow the ordinances that we have been delivered. Our people are out of order. You got everything in this world out of order. You got men trying to be women, women trying to be men. Before you know it, you're going to have cats trying to be dogs and dogs trying to be cats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's how ridiculous it is right now. And that's because we're not keeping the commandments of the Most High. 
according to the structure that the Heavenly Father commanded in this verse right here. Because he said, the head of every man is Christ and the head of the woman is the man. In other words, what that means is that the man is meant to rule the household. He is the head of the household. He should be the one that is the spiritual leader of the family. He's the one that's supposed to be providing for the household. He's the one that's supposed to be making the difficult decisions. So when we look at that, we know already that a lot of us did not come from that type of background. So if we know that we don't come from that type of background, then when we stand before God and we're not in order, he's not going to hear our prayer. It's just that simple. It says, as we read on, and the head of Christ, hold up, the head of Christ. But I thought that Christ is the most high. I thought Christ is the father. I thought Christ is the creator. It says here, and the head of Christ is God. That means there's someone above Christ. That's why he's called the most high. There's no one higher than the heavenly father, the creator. He's the one that made Christ and set him up to be our king. Christ is the son of God. Remember that the heavenly father, he prayed to when he said, our father, which are in heaven. When we send up that prayer even today, who are we talking to? Are we talking about Christ? Or are we talking about the Heavenly Father that created not just me and you, but Christ also? That's why he said our, because Christ is a man just like me and you. We have the order here that the Heavenly Father set up. And he said that the order from the beginning was meant to be that Christ will be above all men. The man was meant to be above the woman, ruling the household, running the household. But here it is that God is above all. And in order for us to be submissive to God, we have to be submissive to this order. If I disrespect Christ and I say, nah, you know what? Nah, I'm a king. Call me king. Call me the Messiah. Call me this and this and that. All the flattering titles that belong to Christ. Call me wonderful. Call me king of kings. If I start going and saying those things, do you think God is going to hear my prayers? Do you think God is going to be dealing with me? And the answer is no. Hold your spot in 1 Corinthians 11. Let's go to St. John chapter 14. Because Christ let us know. He told us straight up. If you don't believe in him and you don't obey him, whom God sent as his representative, then you're not going to reach the Most High at all. In St. John 14 and verse 6, it says this, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. No man, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So in other words, if you send up a prayer directly to the Heavenly Father and you're not in submission to the order, you're not obedient, then the Heavenly Father does not accept your prayers. He will not receive you. He will not hear your prayers. Now, does that mean that now the sister's got to pray through her husband? She got to pray through her father 
or any man that is above her, that has authority over her? And the answer is no. That's not how it works. If we go back to 1 Corinthians 11, it shows us how, as a man, I show that I'm obedient to Christ. And as a woman, how a sister is obedient to her father, let's say, or her husband. It says here in 1 Corinthians 11 in verse 4, Every man praying or prophesying, and the word prophesying does not mean that you have to foretell the future or speak prophecy. The word prophesying means to teach the Bible or to speak on the scriptures. So when someone is speaking about the scriptures or they're praying, it says having his head covered. What does it mean having his head covered? As a man, when we go over scriptures, when we pray to the Most High, it says here that if we have a head covering, that could mean a hat, a do-rag, or anything that you put on your head. Think about something more traditional, like how our forefathers used to wear the turbans or the mitris. Think about that, because you have some Israelite brothers that do wear that. I like to wear that myself. But I know that when it's time to pray or to teach the scriptures, it says here that if you have your head covered, dishonoreth his head. Any man teaching the Bible, speaking about the Bible, or praying to God, having his head covered is dishonoring Christ. And by dishonoring Christ, that means you're also dishonoring the Heavenly Father that set up Christ. Right here is showing us that the way that we show obedience to the Most High and the way we show that we are in order is by uncovering our heads. Now, this is somewhat controversial to some brothers and sisters that might know that they're Israelites. And the reason why is because when they go to the law in Leviticus chapter 10, let's go right there real quick. In Leviticus chapter 10 and verse 6, it says, And Moses said unto Aaron, and unto Eliezer, and unto Ithamar, his sons. And this is talking about the sons of Aaron. Because at this time, when the law was being given to them, two sons of Aaron were put to death for not obeying God. And naturally what would happen is that if your son was to die or your brother was to die, you're going to mourn for them. You're going to be immediately sad. So Moses had to give them instructions from God saying, uncover not your heads, neither rend your clothes. And the word rend means to rip, neither rip your clothes. Because that's the custom. The custom is when we mourn as a people, if you had a head covering, you would take it off. And usually what they did was throw dust into their hair or they would rip their clothes. But here it is that the Most High is commanding Aaron and his sons, don't do that. Don't uncover your heads, neither rend your clothes, lest ye die. And lest wrath come upon all the people. But let your brethren, the whole house of Israel, be well the burning which the Lord hath kindled. The burning meaning, this is how the Lord killed two of Aaron's sons for disobeying him. Now the Most High has given Aaron and his sons this instruction. He did not give this instruction to all the nation of Israel because the reason Aaron and his sons could not uncover their heads or rip their garments is because those were the holy garments that were worn in the tabernacle. 
And as long as Aaron was in the tabernacle, he was required to have this on. Here it is. Whatever mitri or whatever garment that is made today by any Israelite brother or any Israelite sister, it's not holy. So when you have to pray as a brother, as an Israelite man that is obedient to the Messiah, obedient to God, what are you going to do? You're going to take off that head covering. You're going to take off that mitri. You're not going to say, well, well, I got a, uh, some of my hair or some of my head exposed and the rest of it being covered. That's not what the scripture said in Corinthians. The scripture in Corinthians said to uncover your head, not partially, but entirely. So the Mosai is telling us if we are going to be heard by him, this is how we show obedience to the Mosai in Christ. The head covering has an impact on whether you're going to be heard or not. Check what the Lord says for the sisters now. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 5 it says, But every woman that prayeth or prophesieth with her head uncovered dishonoreth her head. And what does that mean? That a sister cannot pray with her head uncovered, meaning she must wear something on her head. That's the opposite of what God said to man. Because there's a difference between a man and a woman. The Heavenly Father wants the woman to wear a veil. She could wear a hoodie. She could wear a hat. She could wear a bonnet. Whatever is pertaining to a woman. In order for her to wear that, that's a symbol of her obedience, not only to her man or her father or her elder, but that's showing obedience to Christ and the Most High. Because as we continue reading, it says, for that is even all one as if she were shaven. And what does that mean? What that's explaining is this. In the law, it explains that in order for a woman to be obedient in ancient times, the Most High had her cover her head. But if she was not obedient, the Heavenly Father punished her hair by making her bald. So it's like as if she were shaven. Now we know that all sisters, so-called blacks, so-called Hispanics, which are actually Israelite women, they love to have their long hair. And we love it too. We love when you have long hair. That is natural beauty. And the Bible says that. But here it is that sometimes you have people in churchianity who say they believe in Christ, try to take this law and this commandment away from our people. And why do they do that? It doesn't make sense to me because we, we want to be heard, right? But nonetheless, they do it anyway. And what they tell the sisters that they don't have to wear anything on their head. You don't have to put no veil. You don't have to put no hat. And why they say that? Because they think that Paul is contradicting himself within the same chapter. It says here in verse 15, But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her, just like we were talking about. It is beautiful if a sister has what? Long hair. That's actually sometimes a blessing that the Most High gives women for their obedience. It says, For her hair is giving her for a covering. So you got people saying, oh, whoa, 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 you don't have to wear no hat. You don't have to wear no veil. Your hair is the covering. No, 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 no. That makes absolutely no sense. Why does it make no sense? Because the end of the verse says, for that is even all one as if she were shaven. Now he explains what that means by saying this in verse six. For if the woman be not covered, 
let her also be shorn. But if it be a shameful woman to be shorn or shaving, let her be covered. If the hair was the head covering, then there would be no reason for you to shave her head. To show what? This woman is disobedient. There would be no reason for God to punish women with baldness if it was the hair, the covering. Also think about the fact that in verse 5, when it talked about, for that is even all one as if she were shaven. If the head covering is the hair and she's being shaven, then how's she going to pray? That doesn't make no sense, right? Now, on top of that, verse 4, when it was talking about the men, does that mean that men have to shave their heads every time they pray? No, because that is actually a sin. See, this is why it's important to know the laws of God. When we go to Leviticus 21, real quick, and verse 5, in Leviticus 21 and 5, it's going to show us that it's a sin for a man to shave his head. It says here, they should not make baldness upon their head. Neither shall they shave off the corner of their beard, nor make any cuttings in their flesh. This law is teaching us that as a man, we're not to shave our beards. As a man, we're not to what? Make our heads bald. So it's not cool to have the Jordan look. It's not cool to do the number zero on your head. The Most High doesn't want any baldness in any part of your head. That means that bald fade is not a cool look. In the eyes of the Most High. Fortunately, as it's been in style for thousands of years, men nowadays are wearing what? Their beards long, which is wonderful. Because now you look like what? You look like a man. You look like the lion that you're supposed to be, the lion of Judah that you're supposed to be. So going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, what have we learned so far? That when we pray, a man is supposed to uncover his head. But as for a woman, when she prays and prophesies, she must wear a head covering. Otherwise, she is being disobedient to the Heavenly Father, to Christ, and to the man that has the authority over her. Now, concerning prophesying, sisters are able to prophesy to the children and to other what? Women. They're not the heads of the congregation or the family. They have to be according to the order that we read right here. This is also a reason why prayers are not heard, especially in the churches. Because you have female pastors, you have female deaconess, female bishops, and they are running the congregations. They're the shepherds of certain congregations. You have, for example, uh, sisters knocking on your door that might be involved with the Jehovah Witness religion. And they are trying to teach you the Bible, regardless of what gender you are. But according to the scriptures, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, because this is important for us as well to understand. In 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 11, it says this, Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. And this is going back to the beginning. When the Heavenly Father created man and woman, these commandments and these laws were given to us. And this is Paul teaching us again the same commandment that we could read in Corinthians. Now, earlier we made the statement that sisters could teach. Sisters could prophesy. And who they're prophesying mostly to? Other sisters. 
or children. In Titus chapter 2 and reading from verse 3, it says, The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness. Not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers, key word, teachers of good things. Who are they teaching? That they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. And this is what the Heavenly Father wants from us. He wants our households to be run well. He wants our households to be run in order, with love, with his commandments that teach us how to be peaceful one to another. Going back to Corinthians, what does the head covering represent? What is the purpose of it? If we go back to 1 Corinthians 11 and we read from verse 10, it says, For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. The word power here means that by her wearing the head covering, it is a sign that she's under the power of her husband, that she's under the authority of a man, that she believes that Christ is the head of all men, that Christ is the head of our nation, and that her husband is under his authority as she is obedient to him. In other words, she is in agreement with the order of the Most High. Think about this. The angel, when he sees her praying, that's a sign for him to deliver the prayers to the Heavenly Father. So with that, we want to give all praise and honor to the Most High in Christ. And we hope that your brothers and sisters take heed to one easy step to the proper way of praying to the Heavenly Father. Hopefully we'll be back with more instructions from the scriptures, more commandments on how to properly worship the Most High. And with that, we say... Shalom. Andretti. A man called Bass. Father God, I pray you listening because I'm speaking to you. Though I know I'm not worthy to be speaking to you What I am worthy of is death Yet and still you continue to preserve and protect me even from myself One day I took a long look in the mirror And seen Satan, that's when it all started getting clearer See all along the evil one was me That's when the mob said get your Bible, let's go to Ezekiel 33 He was the watchman at the watchtower Blowing the trumpet from the most high to warn me of the final hour And I was deep into my wicked deeds I was selling poison when I heard the Lord calling me He said take your family and flee or remain here Dying your own iniquity And it was then in that self-same moment The drugs I had for sale I flushed down the toilet Come on I pray you listening cause I'm speaking to you Though I know I'm not worthy to be speaking to you What I am worthy of is death Yet and still you continue to preserve And protect me even from myself I pray you listening cause I'm speaking to you Though I know I'm not worthy to be speaking to you What I am worthy of is death Yet and still you continue to preserve And protect me even from myself I told my wife to 
pack a thing Fell to my knees before the most high confessed a thing And I thanked them for a thing Especially his mercy Cause I was guilty of a thing Teach me your ways, grant me understanding Bless me to raise my children To keep your laws and commandments I was a demon to the tenth power Grant me the strength to repent We living in the tenth hour Nothing I ask have you not provided Food, clothing, shelter A family that's not divided And all along I was a foolish man Thought I could build a castle When the foundation was made of sand What you think happened when the rains came And the winds blew Yeah, away, my house flew Now my foundation's built on solid rock The most high in Christ, amen And it don't stop I pray you listening cause I'm speaking to you Though I know I'm not worthy to be speaking to you But I am worthy of his death Yet and still you continue to preserve and protect me even from myself I pray you listening cause I'm speaking to you Though I know I'm not worthy to be speaking to you But I am worthy of his death Yet and still you continue to preserve and protect me even from myself well, My worst enemy wouldn't wish a mile in my shoes Unless a man couldn't survive all the I've been through A wife and two sons, we homeless at the EAU Water in my baby bottle cause we had no food Feel me, police warrants plus a brand new daughter Days longer, nights shorter, ain't no way to support her Bruised and scarred, on my knees praying to God Please guide me through the fog so my seeds don't starve Outlaw all my life, now I'm searching for jobs Got my first gig, Def Jam, security guard That's like Mike Tyson, fight night, Vegas likes World title on the line, but he the ref for the night Don't sound right, little do they know this is war Now Vass is literally the spook who sat by the door On my post, brainstorming till my shift go past I got to get this demo tight and I got to get it tight fast I pray you listening cause I'm speaking to you Though I know I'm not worthy to be speaking to you But I am worthy of his death Yet and still you continue to preserve and protect me even from myself I pray you listening cause I'm speaking to you Though I know I'm not worthy to be speaking to you But I am worthy of his death Yet and still you continue to preserve and protect me even from myself